It's the Docinco Project. Money pouring in, clientele growing down. With your host, Docinco. Let's go! What up, everybody? You are now tuned into the Docinco Project, where we talk about business, entertainment, motivation, and mindset. This is a very special episode, and I'm gonna tell you why, right? I say, I say, listen, I say that I always have special guests, and I do. But this is a very special episode because I had to talk and I had to jump through hoops to get this man here. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why, right? This, this has been my man, 100 grand, for over like close to 20 years. Yeah, you hear me? Since we, from the womb to the tomb. You hear me? And I finally got him out. Maddie Ice. It's good to be here, man. Hey, man. It's good, to, good to be here, man. Uh, you, know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm usually the, the split star in, in, in the background, but you know. You doing man, your you know, thing, man. You, you know, doing you got, your thing. Uh, you know, when you do your rapping days, so you know, now I'm. Front of the camera, so you know. I had to talk to like two Hollywood agents. I had to also get all of your requests yeah, uh, you, from the green room. Make sure you got. got yeah, she took care skittles. of me. She gave me the water and all that. You know, the, uh, the, uh, was the red and yellow M and Make sure everything was cool, man. That's it, man. You know? That's it. Well, the reason why I had him on here was only right, man. It was only right. It took a while, but we finally got. We had to coordinate our schedules, and now we getting busy. You know, right. um, but you know what? You know what? Cause there's been a lot going on in this world. You know, there's been a lot of craziness going on. Right. Sometimes I can't even keep keep track of all the craziness that's going on, right. right? Let's talk about these wild kids nowadays, man. What's up with them, man? Because you work at the schools, yeah, right? You know, you know, you know, I ain't going to say the names, but, you know, I got a couple wild kids, man. Uh, but I, I think the main thing is um, just understanding uh, the kids, um, where they're coming from. Yeah. So, you know, I, um, I said this before. It's like um, the thing that really opened up my um, mind to really uh, – how children think there was this poem called um because i didn't have a pencil okay so um in the poem it just talk you know make a long story short in the poem it just talks about how a girl her electric is off the water's off um and you know uh she has like younger siblings get them ready for school mm-hmm. and uh she does all that she's proud of herself and then she gets to you know gets to class and then teacher um gives her detention because she didn't have a pencil mm. you know but not even taking into account everything she had to do before she got there. Right. So, you know, and then, you know, something as small as forgetting your pencil, you know, she got in trouble before. But that's the way I try to approach. But, man, you mm-hmm. know, these um these kids is, uh, is challenging because, you know, I work um, one-on-one, you know. Okay. Well, supposed to be one-on-one, more like one-on-five, one on <laughs> you know, one-on-ten. But, um, yeah, man, just, you know, this different background stuff I don't know if I grew up with, um, even with social media. Um, well, it's different, right? Yeah. Like, they, they, they. They got they got a lot more. When we was growing up, they said our generation wasn't so great. Right, right, right. right. This generation is on a whole other level because everything's documented yeah. now. Well, that, well see, the thing is, for me, I only had to be decent, so to speak, for eight hours. They yeah. got to be decent 24 hours, man. Yeah. You get out of school, it's so much pressure. You got the Instagram, you need followers, you don't have enough followers, mm-hmm. and people talking about you online, you know. My job starts seven thirty in the morning. Seven thirty in the morning, they on ten because somebody what somebody said the day before. So, hmm. man, it's just you know it's one of them things that you gotta be you know if you care, you pay attention, you know because I you know I didn't take any classes for it. It was basically just everything I learned was experience, man. Yeah, you know so that's true. Yeah, man, just pay attention to your kids, man, because you know um, Wallow. I know I bring up Wallow a lot, but Wallow mm-hmm. said. That you know, a lot of these kids they growing up without love. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and what I mean by they they might get some some love, but they're not even hearing the words. They're not even hearing that you know said to them. Like, right. Right. Nobody's telling them that they love them. A lot of times these kids is raising themselves because the parents is working two three jobs, or right, the dad's right. in jail, or he dead, or or they being raised by their grandma. Right. Yeah. 
know what I'm saying? Well, I know me is, you know, working in the, in the school system, uh, you think about the hours kids are in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm responsible for raising them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, you, I don't know if parents really know this, but, you know, your child has two, you got the home child, yep. the school child, you know, so... I'm, you know, I'm with your child eight hours out of the day. I'm responsible for raising them too. So, you know, I try to, you know, give them that little tough love, and uh, especially with, um, I have like the emotional support, yeah. you know. So, you know, once they want to say ADHD, mm-hmm. you know, ADD, you know, but they they more like BAD, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So they ain't really, you know, it ain't really no, um, it just. I don't know. You got a lot of patience, man. And then it's you got a lot of patience, man. You've been working yeah. with kids since we was kids, man. Yeah. Like I, I know, I know. I started Beacon at seventeen years old. I think you was probably what, like eighteen, nineteen years old. Nineteen, man. Yeah, we was young boys, man. Uh, we man, was young boys, but you still need, in it. Need, I gotta give me a statue, you. man. I need um a thousand signatures. You said they gotta get. They gonna get your statue. No, no, it's more like I think it's two thousand signatures. I got like six. So you know, I need a couple <laughs> more, man. You know, a couple more. Give me a statue, man. Something, man. You know, but um, yeah, man. It's uh. I was talking to somebody, and I think they told me, um, no matter what you do, even if you try to leave the field, you're gonna if it's your passion, you're so gonna I'm end up running. You're gonna end up running to it. Yeah. So if I was to try to leave education and you know leave working with kids, yep. I'm gonna find myself right back and work with kids, man. So I don't even fight it, man. And so. the thing is too, like you know, you always had like an impact, especially on the younger generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and you when we were in Beacon, like you know, the kids they all looked up to us, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and but that's because we was we was not only cool, we understood where they was at. But we also gave them advice in the midst of all of it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I mean, we even hear the young bulls now. Well, they're they, they, they like 24, 25 years old now. But they always say, yo, I remember what you said to me like right, back right. then. Like, they still, they still took heed. You yeah, know? man. I think, they, I think they, you know, just kids just pay attention. So, you know, um, like I said, even, even then you had a responsibility. You know, you didn't realize it because I was 19 years old. So, right. you know, I'm not realizing. You know, I'm, I know I'm the counselor to the child and all that. But. You don't really realize that you know you're really shaping them because they're watching you. Right. So you know, I mean, I just, I'm just glad that um, cause we used to have the kids slap boxing each other. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, it's a well, you know, it's a different. <laughs> I'm breed. talking about when we was yeah, kids. Right, right, right. It can never, it can never, you know, we can never do that now. You know, it's a different breed of kid. But it's it, different, man. It's just like um, I don't know. In this, in this uh, the life law friendships, man, is um. It's something I, you know, forget, like, even with the job, you know, I met my wife there, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You know, shout out Mama Duke, you know. Um, shout out, sh- and, listen, you know, you know, shout out Mama Duke and uh, my daughter Demi, <laughs> you know, and my son Tony, you know, I'm, you know, my whole family there, so, you know. Uh, that I, all came out of Beacon, yeah, cuz. Yeah, man, you know. You know let, so. me tell, let, let, let me tell you a quick story, right? So, I was, and I'm going to tell you how it all connects, and it's just crazy how it is, mm-hmm. because you and I, we've known each other for decades, right? Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah, decades, yeah. right? Um, I was I was in high school at the time, mm-hmm. and some some boy named Corey, um, I was I you know I was I was cool with him or whatever. He was like, "Yo, you trying to get a summer gig?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh yeah, like what we doing?" Right. He said, "Bro, it's ten dollars an hour." At the time, ten dollars an hour was a lot of money, mind yeah. you. Minimum wage was like five dollars and eighty five cent during that time. Mm-hmm. So to tell me I'm making ten dollars an hour at seventeen years old, I was like, "Man, I'm with it. What we doing? Yeah. Where we going?" Right. He was like, "We got to go to Feltonville." Right, we gotta go to Feltonville. We're gonna go. It's a it's an after school program, and we're gonna work it for the summer. You know, you know what I'm about to say, but you go. I you said go. I'm in there, right? Yeah. So I go right in. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, right? But I go, I apply. Miss Harris, Patricia Harris, yeah, gotta put out Ms. her Harris, whole government, man. right? Harris, she gave me the shot. She gave me the shot. She don't even realize it, but she gave me the shot that changed the trajectory of my life, right? 
I could have literally been in North Philly Bay. I was always a good kid, but when you in environments that are not great for you, mm -hmm. a lot of times you could turn sideways, you know, with regards to getting involved in the drugs, the violence and all that right, stuff. Right, right, right. I was preoccupied with ECS Beacon because she brought me in. She gave me that shot. Mm -hmm. I did some stupid stuff while working there. Arguing with certain people, right, and I was right, getting right. myself I, kicked know, out. Well, you know, I was gonna get to that because you know that's what well, I. Well, go first, ahead and get to that, man. Let's well, talk about I, it, man. First, I, I, know, how was our first interaction? Well, when I, let me see. So the the first interaction was, um, I believe it was a girl. She was messing with. Uh, she was getting smart with like everybody. She's like so, a bully. Know, so you know, I see you all chill, laid back. I think yeah, because it capped at seventeen, so you were still in the. I was seventeen. So, seventeen. Still, yeah. So I get to ask you. So next thing I know, I see you jump up like. Talking to her, all that. <laughs> so, so I'm like, man, young boy, third, you know, because she was just going around making her rounds. So yeah, somebody said something to her. So you finally said something to her, but you know, it looked it looked bad because it, you know, at first you see a male and a female, yeah. but it just shows you like somebody walking in the door because like you're the aggressor. When actually she was the aggressor. Yeah. So you know, sometimes um, I was quiet, man. I was yeah, quiet, man. You man. know, I usually I usually run into that too. We just quiet, and for some reason, people think that they, you know they can. Try you, or, yep. you know, play with you, you know, but uh, you kind of checked her, so I'm like, yeah, I'm more funny, man. I got, you know, so uh, I almost got kicked out, but yeah, she gave man. me a chance. She let me and stay. That, and after that, it was um, you know, we both we were selling. I think you were selling clothes. I was selling yeah. iPods. iPods, you know, yep. through my connect. You know, I ain't gonna disclose that, you know, but uh, yeah, man, <laughs> statue of limitation. Yeah, yeah, statue of limitation. It is. It's about twenty years. It's been a long time. Twenty years, so that should be straight. That's how you and I really connected. We connected off of hustling, like, yeah, like yeah, various yeah, things. Yeah. I was hustling clothes and sneakers at the time. Yeah, yeah. You had the iPods. I yeah. bought some iPods off of you. You bought clothes off of yeah, me, man. and we was just like sharing yeah, the man. hustle. We kept, we kept the money in the community, man. You know, but listen, um, man. Yeah, man, it was uh, that that was uh, one of the first um, meetings we had. After that, it was you know it was on and popping. We became yeah. brothers, man. I remember yeah. uh, the 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 best time, man. The best time we had was Staten Avenue, man. When you had when you had the house in Staten Ave, cause oh, like man. it was like a frat house, man. I'm talking about. Listen, y'all, I'm talking about the house was more open twenty four seven than Seven Eleven. You hear me? Like, we can go in any chance we get. Right, right, there was right. always video games being right. played. There was always some kind of spades game being played. Overall, we had fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we had fun. Yeah. Even the kids was, like, coming through every now and then. Yeah, like, yeah, they wanted yeah. to be around us so much. They was even on the weekend. They was like, yo, can we go over to their house? Yeah, man? Man. Like, You know, it's crazy. It's still like that now. My other job, um, you know, kids still like, oh, Mr. Walker, uh, you know, it's, uh, we about to have um spring break. You know, maybe you can slide, pick us up. We go get something to eat. Boom. You know, so it's just... Um, I'm not even camaraderie. Yeah, man. I, mean, I ain't even gonna act. It's a good feeling when a kid wants to be around you when they don't have to be around you. So that's true, man. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this, especially when you have kids too, right? So mm -hmm. I got, you know, I got, I got two boys. Um, right. I got two biological my ne my kids. Nephews. Yeah, yeah. yeah, your nephews. Yeah. And then obviously I got a stepson, right? Mm -hmm. But um, it feels good when they look at their dad like he's still cool, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. They, they don't look at me like I'm some like man. We trying to distance ourselves. Mm -hmm. No, they be like, Dad, what you doing next? Who you interviewing next? Dad, right, where right. you going? Like they want to come. Even though like little Daryl is like he's he's turning thirteen and stuff, he mm -hmm. still want to be around me. Like we be we be getting it in boxing and all that stuff, and he always want to be around me, which is dope, man. It's a good feeling. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah definitely. that's a good feeling. Them boys, man, those are my guys, man. You know, they uh, doing their thing, man. Demi, yeah. Demi getting big too, man. Yeah, man. You know, I had on uh, Instagram uh, yesterday. She's doing a, a superhero test, man. Let me ask you a question. How 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 does it feel being a dad, man? Well, see, I always, you know, I was dad by marriage, right? But um, you know, just being a dad from so I get to um, 
to do this from the beginning. So, you know, it was um, me and Jackie's first daughter mm-hmm. together. So, it was, you know, start first. So, it's new to her because, you know, Tony, about 22. Yep. So, um, it, you know, it's just, um, I'm just, day by day, I'm just learning. You know, it's a, it's a different mind space you're in though, when you're responsible for somebody's life. Like, you know, it's true. this is your child and, you know. Um, you ever have you ever have those moments where like you sitting back and all of a sudden you have like an epiphany and you and, and you're like yo like I'm responsible for this for this little man, human. I, I mean, I just like, it's almost like it's almost like everything. So you know, I, you look at her and I'm like, man, uh, I think we do it like every day. Like we probably look at her and be like, you know, I'll thank her for you know giving me a beautiful daughter and she'll thank me for you know. So it's always reciprocated. But um, it's just like. Just seeing her grow up and, you know, she getting my features and her, mm-hmm. some of her mannerisms. And, you know, mm-hmm. we had this thing where um, I think I got it from my mom where we would be sitting like this watching TV and then. Same then, mannerisms. Yeah, then, you know, it's crazy. crazy you know, man. she only one and a half. So, um, yeah, man, it's just uh, she got, um, they went, she went to the, uh, the doctors the other day and they were telling her she has like the mannerisms of mm-hmm. a, a two-year-old already, you know. So, you know, she's really smart. Yesterday she was. Uh, taking the keys to the door and um you know when I leave out you know leaving out the house yeah. you know you don't key to get out you right. key to get in so I'm always thinking that when I bring in the house she's sleep but she's paying attention because I got a key to get in bro they pay attention you know, to everything yeah so I'm like I say oh, you ain't sleep when I bring you in so you know mm-hmm. man they pay attention to everything man that's well, my roadie man let me tell you um having you know having Daryl on top well when I first initially had Daryl mm-hmm. um that changed my life it changed my life because I remember being 24 years old when I found, no, being 23 years old when I found mm-hmm. out I was having them. And, and that shape, that, I'm talking about, I was running Kadan TV at the time, right. which was this YouTube channel where we was, remember, you was Kadan in TV, it. yeah, man, you know, I was, I was spliff in the background, and see Spliff could talk, but, uh, yeah. you know, that, that was, um, the way you jumped out with your ideas, because I think I, uh, I think it was, what was the big yard, big dog yard? Well, well, well. Let, 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 well, let's let's take a step back. Uh, uh, we we, we going we to, and I'm going to tell you why, right? Uh, you knew I was rapping. Right. Um, I wanted to share a rap with you, right? right. I, w- I wanted to share one of my rap songs with you, right? <laughs> so I had the joint. I was hype, man. Right, I recorded right, that joint. Right. I used to record religiously right, in my room, right? right? I right. taught myself how to record and everything. Then um, you gave me a Charlemagne the God moment, man. And I, I felt like, uh, I, fe- I felt like Safari, man. I let you hear this song. <laughs> And, and you know you listening, but you know you the type. You so you nice. You still gonna say right, gonna right, say it, right, but you right. say it in a nice way, right? Yeah. So you listening, you bobbing your head. Then at the end, you know I'm hype all the time. I'd be like, yo, cuz, what you think? He was like, that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look. For, like, I, can't, cause that, I couldn't let you jump out it. there. I was like, you know, that ain't it because you you know it was. I think it was like it was almost like you were rapping for a while. But I was, it was trying like, to figure out my lane. Yeah, I had too much of a two. I think it was too from well, the nineties. Not even, and it was um, and let me how I put this up. Your vocabulary was so big. Yeah. It was almost like you were putting so many words I in had the to bar dumb it down a little bit. Yeah, so not even that, it was just so many words in the bar. So right. you know, like um, uh, but like you had the you had the. I don't want to say like the logistics of it, but yeah. you know, you just had I had the, the framework. I, yeah, but um, yeah, then what I, you did was this. You put me on the Joey Jahad Big Dog. Right, 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 right. Taking out class. the trash. That's still cl- yeah. I listen to all them classes. And and for those that don't know, Joey Jahad, Meek Mill, everybody knows Meek Mill, right, right. but that was during that era where Philly hip hop was just 
It was crazy. Still, yeah, still Joey it's, lyrically. Yeah, Joey, Joey, Joey Jahad was a beast, yeah, man. Yeah, man. And um, I started listening. I started observing. I'm a student to the game. Right, right. So once you did that, you 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 uh you you effed up my pride for a minute, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> but that minute was that week. Right, right, right. Because I dropped something crazy. Right, like, did, uh, did, like two did, days later, did. I said, yeah. "Listen to this." Right. You listen to that, John. Yeah. You started smiling. You was like, "Yo, man, we we gotta do a video." Right, right, right. You was right. like, "We gotta do a video." After that, it was popping. I was dropping mixtapes. Then I started doing the Kadan TV. Yeah. He was coming with me, you know, to go see Quilly yeah, and, yeah. and all them. And um, it was dope, man. It was a it was a crazy. What was your experience like during that time? It was during it was, that time. That time it was like a, it was his own. It was his own era. It felt like, it felt like it was um. Time was standing still. I think for it was about, historic. Cause. I think for about good six eight six to eight years, it was like um. You looking cause um it was a DVD I, I bought uh I bought this is when um the is guy it we run the streets John yeah I think it was a uh, too raw for the streets too raw for the streets too raw for okay. the streets so I bought that John so you know you just looking at that that's the first time um it was like video content out that was our YouTube yeah, yeah that was our, yeah that was so, our YouTube so I'm looking at that said thanks you know I see a couple boys on there I'm like Damn, I ain't no boy could rap you know. Mm-hmm. I think it was the boy Cheek Raw. He rapped on that. Yeah, joint. Cheek Raw. Yeah, he, he got killed that, that joint. So um, he had that. Uh, he, yeah. had a, he, had a, he had a white beater on in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, and vodka on yeah, that joint. Vodka on it. You man. know, you know, walk up You know, that's the. You know, I already know. <laughs> so basically, yeah, that's the, that, you know. So um, anybody, you know, uh, anybody that's into the rap game, they know um, vodka and Cheek and them. Man, and, um, we was on that heavy. Yeah, man. So you, was, put, so, you put me on to that scene, cause. but you was the first one. You were one of the pioneers of the HD camera. Yes. Because uh I had the joint that looked like a cell Kodak, phone. Kodak, Kodak joint, man. Everybody, you yeah, know. I and still they, got that. You know that. Yeah. It don't work, but I still got it. I'm put yeah, that joint in the museum when I blow up, man. I know. That's crazy. You so say you put that in the I museum. I still got it because I still got that. Man. But uh, you were one of the pioneers of that joint, man. Then it was it was like, it's crazy because I say something, you be like, look, I'm going to do that. Next week I see you, but I got the camera. You know, so you was always on, so I'm not even surprised you're doing this right now. Me and you, me and you used to have conversations, mind you. I'm talking about me and Matt, we 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 brothers. You right, hear me? right. So anytime like the first person I go to, first person I talk to about my ideas was usually uh was usually Maddie Ice. Yeah, you hear man. me? And I used to sit down with him. I used to be like, yo, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. And it, he put me on to Joey Jahad. He put me on to that whole scene, and we started watching the DVDs. I said, yo, I Yo, I got to do that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I, I, I'm, I'm going to start the joint. So I, I ended up doing Kadan TV. I created the logo. Yeah. Everything was done by me. Remember when the one rapper, he was so upset that I didn't that's put what, him on Kadan that's TV. That's what I understand. I forgot name. I, I we ain't even going to put it. Yeah, we ain't even going to put it. Because I ain't give him that. But, you know, he, he was blaming you for, for his... Not him not his, being not, elevated. His, his, not, his non-success, which, which is crazy to me because, you know, I feel like that's something... That he's in control of, man. He, you know, it's just I don't know. I guess because he must start because you the way you honestly the way you conducted yourself. Mm-hmm. I think people thought you were signed. So Quilly, I'm true story, uh-huh. true freaking story, and I wish I had the MySpace receipts to prove it. Mm-hmm. This was back during MySpace days, okay. right? I had a MySpace page. Um, I kept on putting out a lot of YouTube content for mm-hmm. Kadan TV. Dudes was freestyling on there. While everybody was putting all of the freestyles on DVD, right. I was putting them straight up on YouTube. Right. If y'all look at the Kadan, if y'all look at the current Dosinko Project account, that's the same account that I had Kadan TV on. Mm-hmm. I figure I already had a built-in audience, might as well just use right, it, right? Right, right? If you look at the about the about section of that channel, it says 2009. That's when I started the channel, 2009. Right. So what happened was 
um, I built it up so much and the look of it was so crisp mm -hmm. that when I went to the Philly Hip Hop Awards that one day when they was doing it, yeah. I had everybody on there. I had the Bull Dutch on there. Mm -hmm. I had uh, Tone Trump on there. Yeah. I had... Uh, um, Show Tizzy, Show Tizzy the Don. Gilly on there. I had Gilly on there. Yeah, Meek on there. I had Meek on there. I had Mike Knox on there. I had Cicero on there. Quilly on there. Quilly on there. I had all these people on there. So what happened was Quilly reached out. He he sent me a DM, or I guess we ain't call him DMs back then, but he sent me a DM. He was like, "Yo, let's connect." Sent me his 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 cell cell number. Okay. So at first I thought this was a joke because mind you, me and you used to always talk about these rappers. Right, right, right. So I reached out to him. He was like, yo, cuz we got to connect. He was like, let's, let, let's meet up. You know I mean, yada, yada, yada. That's when we ended up filming that freestyle that you in the back, in the background. Right, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first, that was the first joke. I call a lot of heat from being, you know. You called a lot of heat, but listen, man. Yeah. We, it was, it, that's all historic. Right, 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 right. With, right. with, with Hollow Man and all of that. So. It was dope, man. It was a dope time. Remember me and you used to just drive around, just record yeah, rappers, man. and they used to pay, man. They used that's to pay. The, I know that's the thing. That's the, I took I took yeah, a free took, platform, something that's free that you could do yourself, created such an aura behind it that people wanted to be a part of, and they was willing to pay. Yeah, man. You know, it was it was it wasn't even that major. What was it like? Uh, it, it was something you, like you know what it was, man. I think it was just the the talent that I was bringing on. So everybody saw that when when I met when I met Gilly, I was hyped, cause. When yeah, I met no, him man, at the Phillies Hip Hop Award, yeah, no, I, that was, I text you. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, cuz." Yeah. I text you was the first one I text because remember we used to watch the uh, we used to watch the We Run the Streets joint, and we used to always fast forward until we got to when Gilly start talking his. Uh, yeah, that's why. Right, that's why he was he was made for the podcast. He was made for the yeah. podcast, man. He yeah. doing good, man. So what you so so let's fast forward, man. So we fast forward. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know those are great historic times, right. man. So what you doing with yourself now, man? What's going I'm, on? I'm just working, man. You know, working, man. Busting your behind, doing your thing. Yeah, man. you know, working, doing a daddy thing, man. You know, trying to trying to stay healthy, man. You know, uh, trying to get rid of the dad by, you know. But um. So how 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 we get? So you and I, we got a uh, we got a a five k. Five k. I didn't realize it's two weeks, bro. Yeah, you know we got I'm a five k in two weeks, man. That means we got to run three miles. The goal, honestly, is to do three miles within forty minutes. Okay, I say probably less than forty minutes, okay. but let's do it within forty. Yeah, we can do that, man. You know, I, um, that's light, man. So you know, I gotta, you know, see now I got a little time, but um, mm -hmm. you know, before I did like the Spartan race, I had this, I got this thing where somebody told me I can't do something. I, you no, know, you gonna do it? You know, and I do it, and um, that Spartan race, man, it ain't for the. You don't just wake up and do no Spartan. No, race, no, man. no, you can't. You don't just wake up. So I did that, John. Um. I think I saw somebody quit that was in better shape than me. I said, man, it's John. Because it's a lot of mental. Yeah. It's I, a lot of mental. I had went through the first obstacle. So, you know, I go through the first obstacle. So it was at the uh, the Philly Stadium. Okay. Go through the obstacle, you know, do like the push-ups. How was it? I, I come around. I come around. So my sister, uh, shout out my sister Jazz, uh, she looked at my face. I look at her. She looked at me. She was like, bro, I knew you were not trying to do that. <laughs> she's like, I'm like, man, I'm, I was like, I'm a cook. Like, so I'm like, you know, we had like. Uh, do like the crab walk under the. Mm -hmm. I said, man, I ain't shaking for nothing. My back on fire. Mm -hmm. The only thing that really kept me um want to do it was uh I have like this competitive and adrenaline, and I always say when I no longer have that adrenaline no more, I know it's time to hang it up. So yep. you know, as long as you always it, been like that. Though. Yeah, I don't know. It just kicks in. So you know, it worked out for me, man. But yeah, man, that joint ain't. You know, I finished that joint. I think it was about uh what was it, about seven miles. Mm -hmm. 20 obstacles, I think I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, man, just to see my time, you know, 
it was it was cool. It was a, it was a fun experience. But I ain't doing it again. But you know, this <laughs> is a fun experience. It's definitely not something you know. You, but you know, just the, uh, it almost felt like um, Olympic because you know yeah. um, I remember um, my wife has this picture too. So it was the the last wall. So everybody's helping everybody. Right. So you know, the girl looks back. She like. Can you help me? I'm like, sis, I ain't got no energy. Like, <laughs> I know, so so I, I hit the, so it was one wall, you got to jump over. So I get to the wall, I jump up on the wall, and then uh, my wife snaps the pick, and I fall back down. You know, <laughs> I fall back down, but you don't see that in the pick. It look like okay. I, you know. It look I, like you did it. Yeah, it look like I did it. So but, what you do? You go around the wall? No, no, no. Eventually oh, I you did, did the I did, wall? Yeah, okay. I, did, I did it. But the first try, you know, I, I jumped up, and I couldn't get over that joint, so then I uh, fell back down, man, so. You know, but yeah, it's a, you know, it's an experience. So I, I think it was a, a lady, one of the people that um they were like um organized the event. She okay. was like, "Yeah, take it all in," and uh, yeah, man, was, that was the first time I ever felt like this must be what it feels like to win like a uh, an Olympic medal. You know, it's probably you know they gotta go through way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? Um, I was listening to um, and I and I strongly uh, recommend that all of y'all in the podcast world. And YouTube world and all that good stuff, wherever you consuming your Dosinko project, make sure y'all subscribe. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, man. But anyway, um, Andrew Huberman, right? I totally recommend people listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. He's a neuroscientist, but he's like one of them neuroscientists where he's not straight laced. He's like one of them dudes that, you know, like they get it in working out yeah. and then they tell you like it is, but in, in, in a down to earth type of manner, mm-hmm. right? So he was saying that as men, as we get older, we lose the competitive drive, which right. therefore lowers our testosterone. And the reason why is we end up getting pushed into this like system of going to work, coming home, watching TV, taking care of the kids, going to bed, and it's the same old routine. Well, see, my, my issue has always been an incentive. So we have like you these, need that. We have these competitions at my job. Um, we had like the Biggest Loser. I'm always winning, man. I also, I ain't in the business of giving. Does money. it give you a dopamine hit when you when yeah when you yeah because it, because you tap into something so you know I'm on the track like first of all you know it's it's money right so you know everybody like money so I'm putting it I would just talk trash like all y'all doing is hold my money just because I'm winning that and I'm winning extra money so that's one thing know. about you, you always talk trash yeah you got to so so you know one thing I learned one thing I learned from you know because I come up in the era Kobe Iverson yeah, that's all they did you know um uh was it Mayweather in his prime so. One thing about one thing I heard Kobe say is it's one thing to talk trash, but you know you, you yeah. demoralize somebody when you back it up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. you can actually, like I say, you you can manifest it. So even when I'm playing ball, I say something like, "Yeah, um, I only take this personal. I'm gonna go left and I'm gonna go right, and I'm and then it go in." So after a while, you know, after saying that, yeah. the ball really start going in. Yeah. So you just see how like just trash talking, you know, that's that's definitely like fifty percent of. And it hypes battle. you up. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing the is, battle, you don't even realize that when you trash talking, yeah. you actually start stimulating your mind and your mind's pushing itself to do more. Because yeah. you technically, as you trash talking, you technically telling yourself like, yo, we got to get this. We, yeah, we, yeah. we, we got to get busy. Yeah, because you yeah. know, one of the main things I say, you know, I'm on track. I'm like, they ain't doing what I'm doing. Yeah, that's yeah, the man. reason why Floyd Mayweather always talking about but easy way. And, 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 and he also has something called, uh, called the will to win. So, yeah. you know, the will yeah. to win is, is really, that's underestimated how important that is. That means... Nobody has to cheer him on, but how? But 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 my thing is, I think I that's, find, that's that's um, I find fascinating. It's in you, it's in you, right? It's in you. I don't think it could be groomed. I think that's in you. And much as you think you might groom somebody, you can't. You can't fight for him. But you think can't about play it. for him. Think about it, right? Let's dissect that a little further, right? Okay. Floyd Mayweather, in his, I think it was one of his amateur fights, 
my man is crying hysterically. No, actually, I think it was at an Olympic, Olympic, uh, Olympic joint, right? Lost, yeah, yeah, he was a kid. He lost, and he didn't get the medal. He didn't get the gold, should I yeah. say, and he ended up crying. Yeah. And he was really heartbroken. He ain't never lose since it after created, that. He created a monster, He created a monster. He created a monster. See, I think, I feel like um, that was one of those things where he didn't want to see, um, you know, you, you just do, they didn't want to see him win, so you do everything you could do, and he, you just feel so helpless. And I think that's where I think the tears came from, man. He's like, so you that Baker created a monster, man. So you know, once the head gear came off, man, he started making. I felt like he made so he never left it in the judges' hands mm. until he got a little older, you right, know. Right, right, right. But um, he made sure it was never, you know. So they they did that, you know, in the sense it helped him. And I heard it's actually still um at his grandma's house. He, like he don't even want to. He doesn't even acknowledge the medal at all. But yeah, that gave him the fuel. He already had, like I said, he already had the will to win. And well, what keeps you there? So think about it, right? As and from the outside looking in, because yeah. I've already had conversations with Danny Garcia, shout out to him yeah. and things of that sort, right? What keeps you with the will to win? You've already, as Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. you've already achieved all of the levels of success. You've won all the titles. You've been, you, you know, you've been at the top of your field for right. years. You have all of the money in the world. But yet you still have this competitive drive to still go to the gym, to still get busy and not let yourself go. What gives you that? I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's uh, people are waiting on him to turn into that fat boxer. Right. That the fat, George so, Floyd, so, uh, the George, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, he's uh, pretty uh, much, of the world. well, pretty much letting yourself go. I will say Ricky Hatton, because Ricky Hatton oh, was in shape. And he, but, so, you know, that's probably giving him the drive, because like, they can't wait to see him, they couldn't wait to see him lose in the ring, so they want to see, he got to take a loss somewhere, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and, you know, everybody's always saying, like, damn, every time I see Floyd, now, oh, we seen Floyd, he fat. He finally, you know, you found, you know, so, but Floyd, you know, he just like, I'm going to stay on top of that. I'm going to stay on top of one, you know, mm-hmm. exhibitions. I'm going to go get that money. You know, so it's just, just I guess people always want to see you lose. And um, like I said, anybody can say, you know, I feel like he's the best boxer of all time. Bernard, right? Bernard Hopkins the same way too. Yeah. Bernard Hopkins one of them dudes where he keeps himself in shape at all times. Even about, to this day. I heard something about not him not having a cookie in 30 years, man. Having, not having a cookie. He's saying have a cookie in thirty years. I don't know how true that is, but that might yeah. be that might be a little difficult, especially with insomnia cookie. Shout out to insomnia. Shout cookie. out to insomnia cookie. We need man. sponsorships just to let y'all know. Yeah, man, I, there's no way I could do that though. There's no way I could not, not eat no cookie for you know I can't have no cookie for two hours, man. Let alone uh, <laughs> <laughs> let alone for twenty years. But um, yeah, man, that's that's real discipline. I always say like that's the you know food is the main thing. You master yeah. you master food. You can master your you know, metabolism, all that, man. So. I think I think that's the problem with a lot of Americans, um, a lot of all of us, and, and me. I'm, you know, I'm part of that category too. It's yeah. the food. It's not the working out. The working out I could do, right. right? It's the food. It's the dieting. Sometimes we don't have the education to understand what foods are, you know, are proper to eat. And the reason why I say that is online. You got every different angle on what to eat, what right, not to right, eat. Some right. people saying it's great to eat broccoli. Other people are saying it's going to kill you. Like, you got so many different angles. Well, see, that, I think one of the problems, you know, food is an activity. So, you know, you sit in the crib. That's chilling, true. Well, I see, let me go get something to eat. Then you get up, let me get something to eat again. You know, any breaks, you get something to eat again. So and you eat so, when you're bored. I, yeah, I know I eat when yeah. I'm bored. So it's so social. You just, like, you know, you just do it. And, you know, like, um, you have to make yourself, like, I can't eat these box of cheeses or something like that. I eat this whole set or I can't eat these um these girls Scout cookies. Right. So you know, so you gotta kinda, you know, so that's why I start like the the uh the calorie counting um in the my fitness pod, keep you honest. Okay. But um it's funny because you kinda in your own head with that because um you'll you'll put the calories in mm-hmm. and they be like, dang, you know, that's seventeen hundred calories. I can't really eat nothing for the rest of the day. So you know you like 
hiding you, from your. But you do know. you think it's a combination of the two? Like, like think about it, right? Ocho Cinco, that boy love McDonald's, right? Yeah. It could be partially genetics, but he always keeps himself in the ring. Also, you got Floyd Mayweather. He drinks Coke. I don't yeah. know if he drinks Coke all the time, but he's constantly in the ring. Well, Do I you think, think it's a combination of the two? Well, see, this thing is, you got that kind of work ethic. It doesn't matter. I really believe it doesn't matter what you eat. Because your metabolism so, so cause you Because I, once I got to a certain weight, um, as long as I was in the gym every day doing whatever it was yep. to maintain that weight, you can eat anything you want. Mm, yeah, I, I really sense. believe you can eat anything you want. So he, can, he is eating McDonald's because... He works out like that every day, mm-hmm. and if he were to stop, like say he stopped working out and he eats McDonald's, that's the real test. So stop working out and eat McDonald's for a month, yeah. and then you'll see how. But as long as you're working out, you're doing anything you want. Man. What do you think about what do you think about Ocho um, talking about the reason why the other football players? Because I think it was I am athlete where he mm-hmm. was uh, um, yeah, he yeah. was like a co-host on there, uh, or he was a guest host or what have you. Yeah. He said the reason why all of y'all was getting injured is because y'all are eating. Y- y'all eating food that's not building callus, so to speak, in your system. So you too much with the lettuce, too much with the tomatoes. Y'all not eating real food. Y'all eating like rabbits. So that's the reason why y'all so frail. What do you I think mean, about that? I, I mean, it might have had some truth to it. Because he mean, never, he one never thing I, Yeah, yeah. Because, I, you know, it has to, you know, I'm, I'm not too um, educated in that area. But I, I, I will say um, your teeth, our teeth ain't this sharp to be chewing no lettuce, man. That's true. Our teeth ain't that sharp to be chewing no no lettuce, <laughs> no you know. So you, you know it's kind of common sense. So um, he I think he might have some truth to that, man. So it's uh, me personally. I've always said it. I think if you in the gym and and it's part of your lifestyle yeah. and you do that on a regular yeah. basis, I think you could basically eat whatever you want yeah. as long as everything is in moderation. Alcohol in moderation. Everything's yeah, you got, in moderation. You, I, I mean, I've done it. I've worked out. Mm-hmm. You know, I want cookies. I look at the serving. You know, you'll see, all right, serving size, three cookies. Let me eat these three cookies. You, you do that. <laughs> you know, I, look, man, I had to do it. Because, you know, especially when I'm when I'm in heavy competition mode, man, you know, it's really, I'm I'm going, I go so hard. Like, I, you know, one thing, I, I do the elliptical, and I was playing ball okay. to practice playing fatigue, you know. So, you know, and that had me in shape, like, cause I'm 39, man, you know. I said, you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's put a pause on that real quick. Yeah, You're 39 years old. 39, man. Because time has gone so by, uh, by so fast, brother. You still looking like you in your 20s, man. Yeah, man. You know, I'm trying. I think it's work for working, working with kids so long, man. I think it's also the melanin, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, black don't crack, man. <laughs> Unless you, know? you smoking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they say beige don't age, man. So you good, too. You right, know? listen, brother. Beige don't try, age, man. man. You know, but I, um, I think it's I think it's that. And um, and uh, like I said, um, I try to um, stay away from. Alcohol, unless it's on occasion, yeah. and um, I've never smoked before, so you that's know good. I know that like ever, so I know that's helped. No drugs, none of that, none of that. That's so good. you know, but um, the only the only drug was the uh, the cookies, man, the yeah. junk food, man. That's the only thing. So I get out of control. I be you know, you cool, man. man. Yeah. And 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 it's so true. When you when you around kids all day, that keeps you young too. Because yeah, yeah. now I, I know I know I know my kids. I know they keep me young, brother. They always doing stuff, and sometimes I'm reliving my childhood yeah, as yeah. as they doing certain stuff. I'm like, they put me on the, like, you know, the stuff that they into, yeah. which is cool. It keeps me young. Like, you, yo, you about to be 40, cuz. Think cool. about that, man. Think about that, Boy, right? Man. Think about it. What I love about Floyd, not to get back to him, but what yeah. I love about Floyd, Bernard Hopkins, they already, they, they reach a senior citizen level. Yeah, yeah. And they look real good for their age, physically, mentally, and, and, and even facially. Yeah. You know, pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, you know, they they really giving us hope that if yeah. we keep ourselves healthy and we do our thing, we're going to be just like that, man. Senior yeah, citizens yeah. ain't going to look. Yeah, man, you know, like I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm far too competitive to really let myself go. 
So, uh, you know, I have a game uh, every summer. Mm-hmm. And we just finally won. That's the alumni versus the staff, yeah, right? Yeah, alumni versus staff. So, yeah. you know, we, we we lost. Last year, man, you know, I was so more. We won, man. I had, you know, I had been like beat them by like 30. Y'all beat them by 30? Yeah, man. Y'all, like, y'all beat the young boys by easy, 30? Easy work, man. Easy work, man. <laughs> so, uh, so we, you know, since I got the young boys hit me up more and more. So, um, it, now it just felt good to um, see I, I could still get out there and not be in the way. Yeah. So, you know, I was falling over the place. And um, if I wasn't making those shots, because I think the first two years I had it, they left me. I had zero points, man. You had zero points. So you know, you know, you go in the mirror and you start looking at yourself like, is it? it? Is it over, man? Because you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you zero points, two games. Like, you might, That's crazy, you know, man. you might be trying to hang it up. So um, you know, I had to talk about something like, look, bro, what are we gonna do? You gonna you gonna keep playing or we gonna? So um, I, I got in the league and I um, I played uh, in a league. It was called um. Philadelphia Sports League. Okay. Now it's called Haiti Athletics. Okay. But I got in that one, um, kind of got my mojo back. We won a chip. Um, you know, came back that summer. You know, we still lost to the young boys. <laughs> we, still, <laughs> we, still, we still lost to the young boys. But I scored some points this time. So then um, the pandemic happened. Uh, a couple years went by and I had it last summer. And, um, man, I don't know. Something just clicked. You know, I got the right uh, staff. That's also the thing. I had, like, the right staff. You got to have the right people, man. Yeah, can. I had, like, you know, a good, what was it, a good, uh, I would say, 65% of the team mm-hmm. to play basketball this time. But um, I'll be honest with you, man. You'd have had me on the team, brother. Listen, one thing I do know how to do is I know how to mess people up mentally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Physically, like, when it comes to the athleticism, man, it's not all the way listen, there for I, I'm, me. I'm going to tell you something. I'm telling you, I'm telling you how powerful talking is, man. You could really not have a basketball background, but if you believe mm-hmm. that shot is going to go in, the shot can go in. Man. I done seen it happen to everybody that plays basketball knows what I'm talking about. So to be that guy, that you be like, I ain't worried about him, man. He right. ain't, you know, he ain't gonna do nothing when he he come in the gym. Probably got the worst basketball lay on, you know, mm-hmm. uh, something like Wallow away. I saw Wallow. <laughs> so, but Wallow if, if he believes in his heart of hearts. That the shot that he takes is gonna go is gonna go. I've seen it every single time. It could be the ugliest shot ever. That's why I always say I can make somebody mm-hmm. think they iris. You come in there, you grab rebounds, um, you pass the ball. He had he would have a game of his life, man. Because I've seen it a million times, man. I believe it. I'm not the greatest basketball player. I'm not the best basketball player. Shoot, I'm not even that good. I wouldn't even say I'm great or good. All right. But one thing I do know how to do is break somebody down mentally to the yeah, point where man. they don't believe in themselves. Right, right, and then right. I take advantage of right, the situation. Right, right. That's what I know how to do. Well, you got you got to talk somebody out their game all day. Yeah, I, I do that I, with my kids all the time because I break you know, them down you mentally. You know, I always um, but see, like I said, that that talking and backing it up, man. You mm-hmm. gotta be you gotta be mentally strong because you know I think about all the kids that are, um, you know, and shout out to all the young boys that um are doing anything basketball wise. Yeah. But, um, when I was coming up, man, everybody was good, man. That's true. Everybody was good, so you know you. That's because everybody was in the room. I mean, everybody yeah. was on the court all the time. Yeah, so I'm saying, so you, you, so now you go outside, you be lucky to find like two out of ten kids that can really play ball. But when I was in high school, when I went outside, everybody could hoop, so it was yeah. hard to get on the team, and and I was a little sheltered, so um, I would get nervous come trials because I had no. The only basketball experience I had was going to the park and yeah. going to, you know. So that's why um, I think it was AO that said the same thing. Shout out to AO. He um, he uh, he said um, I learned from the, from playing in the street. You know what I mean? I ain't, yeah. I ain't go I ain't go to no AAU circuit and all that. Mm-hmm. So you know, so I didn't have that background either. So you just learn from. So when it comes time to get on the team, 
uh, trial for the team. I'm nervous. You know, you got the jitters and, and you know, kids that are playing all year round, Summer League, Sunny Hill, they yeah. doing all that. They they ready. So, but um, like I said, I always had just had that mentality, man. Like, you know, uh, I got the ball in my hand. Yeah. You know, you don't know what I'm going to do with the ball. You in control with the ball, you know. But, yeah, man, just got just that confidence, man, you got to have, man. What you think about this whole situation with a uh, Angel Reese, the whole controversy I, I that just transpired think, I, there with the trash I just talking think, and stuff? You know I mean, trash talking, I love this the basketball. This is part of the game. That, that's yeah, what makes man. it exciting. You can't you can't um, censor, uh, you know, that wasn't nothing that needed to be censored. Like, I just feel like, um, you know, um, Caitlin did it. I mean, it was cool. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't put a cap on how I'm going to respond to, you know, and I think it's more so because they were women. Um, they're women playing a sport, so you would think it's not ladylike. You to gotta be, be lady, like yeah. Let, let yeah, but look, we're in the sport. Like long as you, long as you could transform, um, on the, in between, you know that and that ninety, um, and ninety four feet, you know, um, long as you could transform, and and you know, and then when the game was over, you mm -hmm. could leave it. That's cool with me. I'm cool with all that because basketball is emotion. Who would you say is your 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 favorite athlete of all times and why? Favorite athlete of all time. Favorite um, athlete of all. It doesn't matter where you at with it. Favorite athlete um, of all times and why? See, uh, when we talking about where my heart is at, you know, I want to say Allen Iverson. Mm. But um, now, why do you say Allen Iverson because, with regards to your heart? Because uh, the way he, played, he was trying, you could tell he was trying to win every single game. Yeah, yeah. He's trying and to win. I, you could tell he's, he's trying to win every game. So yes. you know, there's no doubt in my mind that Allen Iverson showed up to win. Um, he but, sacrificed his body. Every single time he hit that paint. Yeah, man. But I always say um, the one. So it was like, you know, I say Kobe because um, and uh, Kobe and Mayweather are like hand in hand because uh, that's like a perfect example of a gift that they took care of. Yes. So, you know, you, you, you could be so much better if you take care of that gift. So, you know, you're gifted, athleticism, um, you know, even even have like the will to win and all that. But nurturing that, like, look how unstoppable, you know, you could be. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it has to be between um, Kobe and Mayweather. Just, just to work at the man. And then uh, Kobe's mind, I always said that Kobe, um, to me, um, he, I feel like he saw the game from, um, you know, chess. He played chess. Yeah, all day. Um, but if you ever, you ever watch somebody play chess and you're sitting, they're playing each other, you're sitting from this point of view. So you're looking at it from the side. And yeah. so you're looking at – um, and you'll see something that they probably won't see. Mm -hmm. But I always feel like Kobe saw the game like that, like from all different all from all angles. angles. So gotcha. you know, I'm like, hey, this boy, you know, because I was watching the joint uh, called um, Kobe uh, doing work. Okay, I think it's by Spike Lee. Um, so he's oh, they got a documentary on Kobe. It, well, it's it's yeah, called Kobe doing work. It's, it okay. was out. It was out when he was um. When I got I got to take a look at it. Yeah. So uh, he yells out, um, "That's a miss!" When when the guy shoots. Because he knew that the guy was like thirty five percent from shooting. Oh, so that's how that's I see how much. Yeah, so that's how much he was into the game. He knew like that's a miss. It's coming off. So he's already telling his center like that's a miss. I'm taking off down the court. You know, give me the outlet pass because you know the percentage of him making the shot were low. So you know, it just you know, Kobe different different mind. He man. was so. It's funny that you bring that up because yeah. I think last week I was on Instagram. There was a post that came up about mm -hmm. somebody. You know how they be telling their stories about yeah, the, yeah. you know about Kobe yeah. and stuff like that. The the bull basically. I forgot what team he played for, but he basically said that they ended up like I think it was probably like uh, I don't know. They was probably like. I, it was probably like second or third quarter mm -hmm. or what have you. And 
the the players ended up uh, from the opposing team ended up fouling uh, one of the Lakers uh, players, okay, right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so he wasted one foul. And and they was dabbing him up. They was hyped because they felt as though that he stopped the play. And so you Kobe stopped said, the momentum. Kobe said, you got to guard me. Kobe said, you, you wasted. really wasted that one foul on him. You're going to need six for me. You're going to need six to then, stop you know, me. That, that's a different level. Uh, I think it was. It, it is, that's a different level of trash talking. I think it was Gilbert Arenas that, says, that said that, told that story. Yeah. It is a different level of trash talk. Because anytime you can get somebody to go back to the huddle and they be and they're thinking they're out there game, he's like, man, I need six fouls for Kobe. Right, right, right. Um, and but but he said that strategically because he knew, like, listen, you gonna have to stop me six times in order to achieve that win. But the crazy thing is, but you just wasted one of those fouls on somebody else. So now what you gonna do if I make and, that and, last and shot? And the impact it has because you forget that you're supposed to be you. You have a time where you're on offense. Yeah. So now he got you in your head thinking about dang. He got you thinking about playing defense the whole game and there's a time where y'all are on offense, which is also why, like, um, my little brother says it all the time. Shout out to my little brother Dave. Um, he says uh, basketball is still our favorite sport to play, but football is our favorite sport to watch. And, you know, our favorite sport to play is because, you know, I just feel like in basketball you can respond faster than you would. Because even, even, you know, even in playing football, like, you know, say, you know, a receiver catches a touchdown on a corner, you know, who's to say that the receiver's going to get that, that ball? You right. Know, where you can intercept it. You know, it may be, you know, you may have some type of. Um, and for each one of those plays, you still got opportunities to sit yeah, down so and I'm talk saying. and say, but listen, yeah, we got to change it yeah, up this way. Yeah, and in basketball, you can go right back at them, man. Yep, you know, right sometimes there. just scoring can be a defense, man, which is, you know, is, that's how it was for me a lot. You know, I ain't really big on defense, but, you know, my scoring, you do scoring, you score so much. Where you actually, you know, you suck the life out of a pause. You suck the life out of a, uh, <laughs> of, a of an opponent. Um, you suck the life out of an opponent, you know, because you know, the shots keep going in, especially in pickup ball. Mm-hmm. My dad always said, he said, jump shot and pickup ball, you know, because everybody's waiting for the miss. Right, right. You know, everybody go to the basket, you know. Yep. But a jump shot and pickup ball, you know, it's like a um, it's like a sniper bullet, man. It's like, ah, dang, he hit it again. Dang, he hit it again. You know, so mm-hmm. I always made sure, like, yeah, I want to make sure that jump shot go in when I'm playing um, pickup basketball, man. That's crazy. So, yeah, man. Col- Col- there was another story where Kobe was going against the opposing team, but apparently they was all in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one dude, the one dude from the opposing team was just coming out of a club or something, mm-hmm. and he saw Kobe there in the gym working out. And so he went and he worked out for a little, oh, better yet, I think it was before a game. My mm-hmm. bad. I think it was before a game or a little after. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. he was working out, right? So he was working out. He said, all right, well, I worked out for about an hour. I think I'm done. Kobe mm-hmm. was still playing. Kobe was still, uh, he was still working out. He was working out before the guy arrived and right. he worked out afterwards. And so he went to Kobe, I think during the game or a little after the game and said, listen, man, he was like, why you worked out so, you mm-hmm. know, like why was you in the gym for such a long time? And, the, and, the, and Kobe said, well, I seen you finish, so I wanted to show you I was nothing to play with, basically. Yeah, see, he's yeah. Play, but he's playing a mind game before he. It even, was a mind game. He's playing the mind game before he even plays them. So, yeah. but that's, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, and he gets that from Michael Jordan. Well, I, I think honestly, I think he birthed them. Yeah, but I think you know, you, like I said, you can. Part it has to be Kobe too. It has to be. I'm gonna give no, Kobe no, 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 abso- absolutely. Because because you could, like I said, you could fake like somebody all you want. Right, like, right. So you know. He can't go through his whole life faking. Right. Eventually, the real person, if there was a version of Kobe that wasn't competitive like that, it would have shown up, I think. So, no, you know, absolutely. so so I think, you know, a lot of that was Kobe. And this, you know, like I said, that, that will to win because, you know, I talk about basketball players. You know, they say um, some players get to the NBA and they, you know, they don't want to be. I said, but, you know, they, for them, they think they made it. Like, right. Can you imagine mm-hmm. a basketball player that doesn't, you know, 
I don't know where my next meal coming from. Right. Now I'm a millionaire. Yeah. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? I'm done. They stopped the moment they, they Yeah, because, because that. think true. about it. You think, you, you think I'm, I'm done. Now I can feed myself on a daily without any, you know, without getting anxious or worrying. Yeah. You know, I'm done. I'm cool now. So, you know, I said, Kobe's wired different. You know, you want to be great. You know, you can say it all you want, but to actually be great. You know, you know, just that his mind was a man. Like, yeah, his mind none other, man. man. None other, man. Um, I love the fact that you brought up Allen Iverson talking about that will to win. Yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel like there's a lot of players that are like that anymore. No. And the I, reason why I say that, and again, I'm looking from the outside in because I think I stopped watching basketball once Allen Iverson got uh, once he got traded out of the 76ers. I know, I'm gonna tell you why, man. I always say that, man. Allen Iverson meant so much to me because I think I was playing varsity ball in middle school. Listen, mm-hmm. don't judge me, but varsity ball in middle school, and. Everything. Varsity, ball varsity, varsity ball in middle school. Damn, varsity was up. That wasn't in high school. Well, I mean, I mean, you had junior varsity. You was in seventh grade, and then eighth grade. Anyway, I played in. Right, I right, played right, basketball right, right. in middle school. Right, right, right. right <laughs> I try to elevate it, you right. know. But anyway, I'm on the team, but I'm watching Allen Iverson all the time. Yeah, watching yeah, yeah. every game, the commercials. I would. I mean, we didn't have YouTube, so we wasn't going back to yeah, watch the commercials. Yeah. But once them commercials was on. I was watching him when he's doing the crossover. I'm practicing the crossover downstairs in the basement, everything. Everything that he did. I even wanted braids. I don't even think I have the the the, the texture here in order to get the braids that right, I want, right? Right, right? But I even wanted braids, right? I wanted to dress like him, look like him, act like him, everything. He meant so much to Philly. He meant so much to especially yeah, in our era. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy because um, you know, you get that you sort of adopt a, a player and I I'll say like, you know, Iverson's like forever, um, Philly, you know. Um, I'm gonna be honest. They need to take down. Listen, Rocky served his purpose. Rocky know, was a great I, yeah, statue. Yeah, they need to put AI there, yeah, man, man. or they need to put somebody that's actually iconic. Nothing against Rocky. Yeah. Rocky served its purpose. Yeah, it did. It did, but it, I, think, I just feel like, yeah, it definitely could be somebody else's statue over there. Man. Who you think? I think AI. I, I think I'd be AI, man. You talking about you talking about the impact on the impact he had on the NBA? Period. He had to be the. You know, he was the um, he was the one that had to say he made the sacrifice, man. You know, he did the braids and the tattoos. Yeah. And, you know, he couldn't be on Olympic team, so all them sacrifice so they can wear like the clothes they wear, the way the way James Harden dresses and all that, yep. and the way they so he could do that. You know, somebody have an impact like that, man. He changed the game literally. He changed. So you know, I remember. I remember. Um, like- I remember. It used to be. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Used to be called illegal defense. You used to couldn't even do no zone in uh, NBA. They were called illegal defense. Somebody had to be guarding somebody. Uh-huh. AI came to the league. I was like, look, man, y'all got to double team him, man. You know, you know. So yeah. he changing the game, literally changing the game. So and he man. stopped. He 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 the, he the reason why you can't even carry no more. You can't even do a crossover no yeah, more. Yeah, man. man. He the reason why. Yeah, man. But he he, he said it happened because he was getting crossed in a, I think it was like a basketball camp. Oh, so what happened so to he, him? He told boy. He said, look, man, you got to show me that move, man. That's crazy, then, yeah, man. So you know, and I just feel like you know, him crossing Mike, man, was just so iconic, man, because it's like you know, it lets you know, like I'm not afraid. I don't care what you did, you know. Yep. He 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 said not to go ahead, finish the statement. No, I'm, I'm just saying I don't care what you did because that that will always be my mentality because you you get in leagues and you get in certain so uh-huh. you get to a league where somebody has like all these you know medals, accolades, and, and accolades, and yeah. they're like, uh, yeah, you don't know who I am. Like, no, I don't. I know exactly who you are, but you know, I'm right. like, I'm saying, I don't know who you are. You know, we hear, I said, look, if you that, if we're that good, our past would never cross. Yeah, we would never, or at least we wouldn't be playing on the same court. Yeah. So you know, I always say, look, we on the same court now. So you know, we gonna, we gonna ball. He said, you he know? said it, man. He said when he, he said when he stepped up on that court, 
He said when he looked at my, uh, my Michael Jordan, he said it was like a, a glow behind yeah. him. He was like it was like this aura, right? And he was, he was like looking at him upside down, uh, up and down. And he See, said he, he got, got the Air Jordans on. Jordan. So, so you know, I ain't gonna lie. When he said that, that was like a real human moment. So it's crazy because all these years later, I'm like that. You know, you, you um, it make you really like that. Allen Iverson, really that bull, man. You know, just to have that human moment. Like that. That's Mike. But then to still tap into that dog, man. You just you know just be like look. I got the ball, man. I was always taught that. I got the basketball. Man, man, you, you know, you at my mercy. Talk about the time that you saw AI. <laughs> that oh, you saw man. AI. Was it? It so, was at a boxing match. It was at a boxing match. So I saw. So talk about so, that. Man. You, uh, you got so, it on. You got it on. I got on, a video. You got so, a video so, on it. I see it. I think it was a uh, Danny fight. Um, it was Danny fight. Yeah, Tarver. Okay. Shout out to Antonio Tarver, man. He one of those dudes. Um, he sent me the tickets to. Um, to uh Danny's uh fight. That's love, man. Yeah, man. He showed love. So um he sent me the tickets. So, you know, before the fight we see Iris come out and all that. So I'm like, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up, dog? What's up? <laughs> so you know, uh somebody yells out, MVP, like your MVP. So he shakes my hand <laughs> but answers the ball. So I'm like, come on, man. He ain't so, even you, know, at you know, I don't I don't get no redo. So I'm like, oh man. You know, he you know, so I just I had to take it but yeah, man, I'm like, yo, so, you know, he walking to me, yep. he shakes my hand, but he talking, so, you know, look, you know, that's Listen, a, you got the handshake, brother, yeah, that's man. a living legend right there, yeah, man, so, Hall you know, of Famer right there, yeah, man. yep, yep, so. AI, AI is one of those people I would love to just get a picture with, man, he one of them dudes where yeah. it's like, like, he, I can, he's my Michael Jordan, he's my Michael Jordan, yeah, 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 now, I love, now, listen, I'm gonna say my top five, okay, okay, top five basketball players of all time, and this is just with me and my limited education on the game, okay, okay, I don't watch it the way you do. I don't watch it the way the common person do, right, right? right? Top five. Allen Iverson, number mm -hmm. one. He will always be my Michael Jordan, right? right because right. of the way he changed the game. Yeah. Then it's Jordan. Right. Then it's Kobe. Right. Then it's LeBron because of LeBron's accolades. Now, right. Right. That's mind you, now I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. My personal opinion, and we might end up going back, I still think that Mike is the all-time GOAT then LeBron, but... He's he's top four, right? And then the fifth one to me is Shaquille O'Neal. That's a good list, man. That's a good list. I ain't got no. I can't. If, if that's my top five, because, that would be my starting five. Because I can't, I can't. Um, you know, people say Wilt and all that, but I ain't really seen play like that. That was a different era, man. Uh, so your list is. I, I ain't got no argument. That's a good that list, one, man. man. That's a that's a real good list, man. Would I, that be Would that be your like? That, who's your top five? That, that would be. I'm trying off the top of my head. Like, uh, I would have. It would have to be. I put Kobe I mean, in there, right? Yeah. Okay. So AI, yeah. Kobe, Mike. Uh, Brian, yep. It has to be. It has to be. Think about the impact they had on the game, man. Shaq like, was know. dominant, man. Ain't nobody was. Ain't ain't nobody was dominating Shaq like that. Yeah. Man. Ain't nobody. They said the only one that was that that ended up uh, uh, putting in some work on him was Yao Ming. See, the thing I, I say honorable mention, people might not agree with it. I would say Stephen Curry honorable mention only because the impact he has on the game. So you know, when somebody, you know, shooting is the most difficult way to score. Right. So you know, if somebody can make something like that. Looks so easy mm -hmm. to where it starts to rub off on the entire league where everybody you got centers trying to shoot three, you know. So, you know, you got to put him. Is in he really there. shooting like that? Like, like it's full ridiculous. court shots? It's, it's like, ridiculous, like man. nothing? Well, the the the, the full court. Or one, is this? Or is this like, the, like I mean, video shop or whatever I mean, the heck they call it? You know, once they once he crosses half court, man, you got to pick him up, man. You got to pick okay. him up, yeah, because you know, you know, he's he has one of those in the gym ranges jump shots, man. So. He has the jump shot. All he has to do is see. If he gets a look at the court, it's over, man. And, you know, he just – the repetition, doing that so much, man, you know, he, he's a bad boy, man. You know, you can't 
he can't be duplicated. There, then there's some, you know, Trey Young, you know, he shoot mm-hmm. like him, but not at the level, you know, you know, of Steph Curry, man. No, no, top no. top five boxes of all time. The reason why I say boxes is because me and you, we like we like mm-hmm. big. That's one thing that I stay in the loop with with, okay. with regards to boxing. I love boxing, right? Any kind of contact. UFC, I watch it on occasion mm-hmm. when it pertains to certain fighters I like, but boxing, I love boxing, right? Who, top, top five boxes. It could be any weight division, whatever. Let me see. Uh, I'm definitely going to be hot. Okay. That's your number I'm, one? But no, I was just a fan. You know, Andy, like the Philly... He was, you know, he was never afraid. Um, I'm going to go uh, definitely Mayweather. Okay. Uh, uh, Pernell Whitaker, man. Mm. Pernell Whitaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just, just the, that ball. And it's, it's you know, crazy because now it's like fighters get, um, you know, you get discredited when you take that loss. But, man, Pernell Whitaker was the ball. Um, who else? Would you have Muhammad Ali on that list? I would have, see the thing is Mike Tyson on that list. Mike definitely gotta be on. Okay. Mike, I'm just the mindset is like you know, so you can. They want to say they could probably say he was ferocious and he was out of control, and, mm-hmm. but that was the case. You could do that with anybody, man. But you need you that mind. But listen, you could put you could put the yeah you could put the you could put the gloves on anybody, and let them. But you can't do that. Mike was. Man, you know Mike was different, man. He was different, and then now you see it now, especially when you see him, see you hear him talk now. You see it was different, man. So what's that? Mike Tyson, Mayweather, B Hop, mm-hmm. um, Pernell Whitaker. You need and, one more. Mm. You need one more. One more. Uh, we got we got Joe Frazier. We got um, we. I mean, we got we got Oscar De La Hoya. We got. We 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 got we got a bunch of people, man. We got yeah. Tank. That's what I'm gonna say. Tank. You gonna say Tank? I'm right. gonna say. Now now I ain't gonna. It's crazy to put him all them names, but he a monster, man. Yeah, he a monster. That, that's he called Space Mike Spade. right there, man. He called he a monster, man. So you know, I saw him. Um, I saw I forgot who he was fighting, but he was he saw his boxing skills and then he was able to drop ball in the last round. Mm-hmm. So he's. You know he's a real he's a real dude, man. You know, and then uh, like I said, um, he's really skilled, but also you know, um, what's his name? Uh, uh Ryan Garcia. No, not Ryan. Um, the kid from Jersey. Kid from Jersey. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his kid name. From Jersey. Yeah, he's from Jersey, but he he's really he's really skilled too. He's in that okay. same same weight class. So it's Ryan Garcia, uh, Geronte Davis. You got Devin Haney, and mm-hmm. um, what's his name? On tip of my tongue, but um, cool yeah. boy Steph. No, not not Steph. It's um, as soon as as soon as. Uh, right, well, I'm gonna to talk, and then when you yeah, get it, it, when it, you come, get it yeah, it's yeah. gonna come to you. I guarantee. But, um, you. I think my top five. I would probably say Mike Tyson mm-hmm. is my number one, and it's because like I grew up watching his fights, right. and when when and 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 I think we're missing this in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. When people said they was about to watch a Mike Tyson fight, bro, yeah. everything stopped. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. The whole world stopped to watch this fight. It, it even got to the point where even in a Martin episode, there was an episode yeah. primarily to, 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 to bring cable or satellite into right, the house so right. you can watch a Tyson fight that's for, the effect, for 20 seconds. That's the effect he had. That's the effect he had, man. So Mike Tyson, and even more so now, He's got to be top five greatest of all time to me because of who he is today. Yeah, my yeah. man elevated himself. My man, think about it, right? He was 
he was practically homeless. Mm -hmm. He was abandoned by his family. He was taken in by Customato, right? Shakur Steves. Go ahead. It go was ahead. Shakur Steves. I knew he was going to come back. Yeah, yeah, Shakur. I'm like, hey, who the young boy, man? But yeah, he's highly skilled. But yeah, he, he is. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. So, so to have Mike Tyson get bullied, right? Because right, right. that's what turned him into an animal, right? When he got bullied, and they, I think they killed one of his pigeons because he was, like, fond about pigeons. Yeah, 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 He was fond about pigeons. He used to train them, fly them, and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And then one of the bullies just kept on bullying him and ended up killing one of his pigeons. And when that joint snapped for him. That joint snapped, and it turned him into the monster that he was. So he was, like, 15 years old. My man was an animal in the ring. Yeah, I remember saying something said he was he was afraid himself, but when it was... Yeah, he was afraid. Like, like, think about it, right? If you look at a lot of the most vicious people, a lot of times they really scared inside, right? right? right. And Mike Tyson said that he would cry before a fight because he was afraid of that person that he's about to become when he get into that ring. Mm -hmm. And he said initially he was very scared. Like, every time he fought, he was scared mm -hmm. all the time. You talk about the most feared man in boxing being scared, right? But he was afraid of who he was going to become. So anyway, Mike Tyson, right? Because right. Mike Tyson's a beast to me, right? I would have to say Mike Tyson. I would have to say Floyd Mayweather, number mm -hmm. two. And it's only right. Floyd Mayweather, he a legend. He is... I mean, he's undefeated. We could say whatever we want about his record, about who he's he's fought everybody. Though. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's even, fought everybody though. And you know, and the thing is, they, like I said, they would compare him Broner to him, but they would compare Broner to the the later Floyd. Like right, Floyd, right. when Floyd was in his 20s, he was doing people dirty. Like you talking about, he was getting them out of there. So yeah, you know, he fought no, everybody. Yeah, I think he was fighting all names, man. So you know, no matter how you all say, names. said, no matter how you slice it, with yep. you know. Okay. Let's, let's, let's give the audience and people or his critics the benefit of the doubt. Okay, Manny Pacquiao probably happened a little too late, right? The, yeah. the Sugar Shane Mosley fight but probably look, though, a little Manny too late. Pacquiao, but before all listen, of that. Listen, Manny Pacquiao was supposed to be old, right? So this 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 is why Floyd always says, you know, with me, you know, it doesn't matter. He never satisfied, right? Right, right. So he fought Manny after Manny knocked out. Um, at, Marquez? At the no, at the at the man he was knocked out by um Juan Manuel, Manuel Marquez. Okay. So, you know, he's saying that um Juan was too small for Floyd, so they was you know, they didn't like it, but when Juan knocks out Manny Pacquiao, everybody like, you know, so so I'm like, which yeah. one, so I'm like, which one is it? Like, you know, he, you know, so I, I I when you know, being Floyd, man, is just being mentally tough, like it never says people never said never satisfied. Man. Not only that, man, we gotta dissect his uh, his defense, man. His yeah. defense needs to be studied at colleges. Yeah. It's like, I'm talking about, they need books on this because he's well, the one that the, can really the, master the, that Philly shell. The Philly shell. He said, you know, it's called, he called the Mayweather shell. But I mean. I mean, listen, he the only one that mastered it. He might as well adopt Yeah, it. I mean, you know, like you said, take the least amount of punishment, man. You just, you know, you're able to, uh, the counter punch, it's just, it was wild, man, you know. Yeah. So I, you, I can't. You master something; it doesn't make it yours. Mm -hmm. But um, it takes me in the, in the sports. So in the sports world, when I grew up, it's like a basketball move. Um, they call it a sham guy. Okay. You know, but when I grew up, it was Pooh Allen. Mm. Uh, so you know, I believe he works with um, I believe he works with the Celtics, if I'm not mistaken. But when I was a young boy, it was Pooh Allen. You do the move, you pull it. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then I think Sham guy, he kept doing it so much. He kept doing it so much. That ended so, up becoming his. Yeah, but Pooh Allen was the first one I saw. So That's like yeah. Allen Iverson with the yeah, crossover. So, yeah, so in Philly, it's Pooh Allen. In New York, I'm sure, a sham guy. But right. everybody from Philly know it's Pooh Allen. And then if you do your basketball research, you know it's Pooh Allen. Probably, sham probably even know himself. But, you know, it's one of them things like when you get a hold of it, 
you can try to kind of make it your baby, and then you yeah. you be like, seem like you the pioneer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Floyd, I think Floyd adopted the Philly shell, and mm-hmm. I think it's his now, man, because nobody nobody comes close with what he's been able to do. Yeah, yeah, think yeah, about so. it, man. I mean, Canelo's a monster now. Yeah. Um, but took him, took him to school, bro. man. He took Canelo to, took school, to school, man, man. to the point where Canelo became school. the monster he was. But you remember the conversation, the conversation before that was he gonna beat Floyd up? He ain't ready for Floyd up. So now then Floyd beats him. And then they say that he's too young. He was too young. He was he fought Floyd too early. So you know, I'm glad all that stuff was recorded though, because I, I watched some of that old stuff too, where you can see how they were talking all crazy before yeah. the fight. And then after the fight, he's too young. I'm like, come on, which one is it? You know. So and and then and then the crazy thing is after after um uh what's the what's the boy name the one that beat um the one that beat Adrian Broner like beat him bad um Maidana Maidana. Floyd ended up fighting Maidana soon oh, he after. He took it pretty say, say, you know, if it was a uh, discrepancy, I ran it, ran it back. So it yeah, like, and they ran it back, yeah, right? Yeah, so I can't remember the other fighter. He, I think um, Maidana was the second fighter he ever fought twice. Yeah. So um, And he took him to school both times. Yeah. I'm talking about not even close. Yeah, to the point where Maidana, he resorted to like, being dirty, fighting like dirty. He wasn't yep. even boxing no more. So Yeah, it was but, bad, yeah. man. So, so anyway, I got Mike Tyson. I got Floyd Mayweather. I'm going to say Julio, Julio Cesar Chavez. Okay. And I'm going to say that because during the 90s, my parents were like big boxing fans. Or mm-hmm. should I say my father was like a big boxing fan. Mm-hmm. So we was either watching Mike Tyson fights right. or we was watching Julio Cesar Chavez right. fights. So, and he a beast, man. He a legend in himself. Man, I think he had over 100 and something fights. Mm-hmm. Like crazy, not like 30, probably 89 knockouts. Okay. I, could, I, could be, I could be, you know, messing it up. Uh, number four to me, I would probably say is Jack Johnson, and that's back from the 1800s. You gotta really look him up, and I'm okay. gonna tell you why, right? You know, I'm Mr. You know, right, no, right, right, right. I, I'm Mr. Useless Knowledge, but when I need it for a game show, right. we in there. Right, 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 you know? right, right, right. But right. Jack Johnson, he was one of them dudes during the time in the late 1800s where we obviously know what slavery did, because slavery was legal during that time, okay. right? During that time, he was African American heavyweight, mm-hmm. right? He was beating up everybody. Beating up everybody. And he was fighting. They said he fought, I think he probably fought like 25 to 50 rounds. This is back when they had no cap of 12 rounds. So can you imagine this dude fighting continuously? And they was bringing people into the ring to fight him. And he's fighting them continuously. And he beating them down because he was rich. He was, uh, he, nobody was touching him at all. Nobody was touching him. He was one of them dudes. So can you imagine during the slavery days where... Blacks was looked at as less than or as animals. Mm-hmm. And then you got this man that is a superhero. Right, right. And he knocking down everybody. It's yeah, nuts. He, you know, they wasn't feeling that at all. I'm surprised he was able to have that ring yeah, for as long you gotta as he look, did. Yeah, you got to look him up. Dope, man. Um, I'll probably say number five. I'll probably say number five. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say number five. I'm going to get that to Danny Garcia. Okay. And I'm going to tell you shout, why, right? Shout Danny, it's, not only, it's not only because we family. You know, he's a real Rocky. He is the real Rocky. It's, he, he's he, real he, Rocky. He's not only, it's, it's not because we family, but it's because I've seen his rise. Mm-hmm. I've seen a little bit of his decline. Mm-hmm. And I've seen his rise again. Okay. And it's like a movie. Yeah, the right? last fight, it was like, you know. That boy put in work. To see, but you know, after the fight, just to see like, you know, you. You know, just to, you know, you never know what somebody's dealing with. So you know, uh, he was really, you know, he's always been like that though. He, you know, he meets you like he meets you. He treats you like you know you for thirty years. Like yeah, he always been. Yeah. But um, just to see, you never know what somebody's going through. So you know, to see him come back from that. But yeah, he's always called him the um, the real Rocky story mm-hmm. because 
the fight with Amir Khan. Oh man, that was the pivot. The fight moment, with Amir huh? Khan, he wasn't supposed to fight. That was supposed to be um, Lamont Peterson. Yeah. So you know, Danny come up, he fight, and he drop him. Yeah. And uh, you know that Jones. You know, it was just something. It's crazy. You know, just to know somebody from because you introduced me to him, he was one and zero. Yeah, okay, he was one and zero. He was one and zero, man. He was like, he signed to go. He signed to go to. We Boy, was in you know. his crib, man, Junietta. Yeah, man. Went, went, it, it was, you know, at. so it's just just to see somebody, you know, you felt like you, you already see you had the star quality. You had the star yeah. quality, but mm-hmm. you definitely was the, uh, you definitely was the um, the Rocky. The I'm Rocky going to say, um, you know, obviously top five is huge. I'm going to put him in there, and it's due to the fact that. He's the first uh, Latino world champion coming out of Philly, so that's an accolade in itself. Uh-huh. Um, he's oh, won yeah. he's won titles in two divisions. Um, you know, he's striving for the third division right, at, at right. the time, and and also his 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 bounce back is crazy. And yeah. the reason why I say that is I love when he fights like he fought the bull. Um, uh, what's the bull name? The, the the boogeyman, the boogeyman that they call oh, him. Uh, Lewis, Lucas, uh, Lucas Matisse. Lucas yeah, Matisse, when he fought, that was, when he fought again, that was that was his best fight yeah, until I seen him recently when he fought Benavidez. But see, the great thing people don't really realize Lucas Matisse, he went in the shadows after that joint. Oh, he destroyed. He took. He, he, he took. He, 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 took, up, he, took he took. You know, he took that fight. He was supposed to be the boogeyman. I remember arguing people online, man. Yeah, arguing people online said, yeah, you know, whatever he is, you know, he's a machine. All that. He even said. Uh, he even said once he hit. Um, once he hits. Danny, he's going to run, but Danny ain't going nowhere. So, you know, I think people really underestimate it. Danny Chin is crazy, too. Yeah, man. He ain't never been knocked down. And I've seen him get knocked. knocked, I've seen him get I'm going to keep it a bang. Everybody that caught Danny with their power shot. And he took that joint. Yeah. He took that. I remember yelling at the TV one time, like, yo, what you doing? You know, I'm like, yo, watch the left, watch the the right, watch the right. And he just took that joint, man. He just took that joint, man. Yeah, man. Um. I'm going to say uh, when he fought against Benavidez, man, he mm-hmm. uh, he destroyed Benavidez. Well, I'm going to say he fought a very impressive fight with Benavidez. He was bouncing up and down. When I see Danny boxing, and then sl- he could slug, but yeah. when I see him actually boxing, like moving around, hitting the ball, doing his thing, right, right. that's when he's at his best to me. Yeah. That's when he's at his best to me. But, yeah, that, that would probably be um, – I'll probably put Danny in the top five, and it's only because I've seen the work ethic and I've seen it from the first-person uh, first point of view. Right, 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 whatever, right. However you want to call it. I remember there were times where I would go into his house, like, to go hang out with him, and my uncle was like, not right now, he on the treadmill. Or not right now, right. he's about to go on the treadmill. Right. Like, the discipline I mean, was nuts. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. I remember you telling me that. Discipline was nuts, man. So, um, you know, shout out to Danny Garcia. So I would say that that's my top five, man. I would say that's my top five. You know, I want to ask you, uh, what do you think about these um, blue check purchases, man? <laughs> you think about these blue check yeah, purchases, man? You know, you, all right. You know, well, I was, I was, I'm, 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 you. well, listen, man. This, this this is the way I see it, right? Right. I think what Instagram should have did was they should have did it like Twitter did. Twitter got different levels of the verification. Okay. So if you just a regular person and you just want to be verified so that way it kind of distinguishes you from being a bot or one of them fake right, pages right. and you got to pay a monthly, you know, let's just say $3 a month or whatever, right, right. give you a great check mark, right, right? Right, right, For those that have earned their check mark, for those that are famous and for those that have notable names, keep them at blue. Right. Why would you make Everybody blue now. That makes no sense. Now you diluting what people have worked and strived hard for. But yeah, no. But the thing is, that's the that's the nature of it being Instagram being there. So they can do whatever they want with it. So you you see how much money they made. See how much money you know all because fourteen ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. They had 
They had uh, a bunch. They had run the blue check, man. Yeah, they, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think you just dilute you. You dilute everything that people have strived and worked hard for. Like you, if you a celebrity, if you somebody of some notable fame, you should get the blue check. For 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 all those that just want to be verified, it should be a different color. I don't think it's fair because mm-hmm. now you got people posing. Yeah, but see, this I don't like the thing. that. See, the thing that, but the thing about the concept of fair, like so. They didn't created something that was just for. I think it was Shaq. Actually, had the first check ever because um, Shaq had the first check ever. Because what happened? I think it was Shaq. Somebody was imitating Shaq, so I think it was Twitter that said, "You know what? We're gonna do Shaq. We're gonna give you a check mm. next to your name, verifying you." So I think he was the pioneer of the check. So, but um, that's originally was for so you know for the stars. So you know this is really the star. Right, you know, to, to, to protect them, but uh, as it, you know, things went on, you know, I guess it was a certain way you could earn a check. But um, I just think it's kind of funny that we're at the point where you could pay for it. No, you 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 even complain about a check. Well, you see what I'm saying? We just think yeah. like the, 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 we're at the point where you could complain about the blue check. So it's like that's first world problems, man. Yeah. So the Black fact that, the fact that they, they, they were able to make that much money. Off that, you know, and it's crazy because you don't even. Own, it's rent. You rent it fifteen dollars a month. Think about it, right? It's like Netflix, man. So, so, so if you don't have the money to pay for your check, am I to assume your check getting repoed, man? That you got your check taken, man. They gonna take now the check. only ones I, I feel like the check works in favor of because it's almost like the check uh, catches your eye. So, like, um, I have a friend. He has like, um. A business or something? Uh, a business, and he works with the kids a lot. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of sponsors. You want to get promotion. You want to get, get out there. So him having a check makes sense because you'll catch, like, funders and all that. It's like me eye. doing this podcast. My podcast account could have a check. Check, yeah, yeah because yeah, no, you're right. it, it catch your eye. So that makes sense. But, you know. I want to earn mine the right you way. You know, 45 followers and, and a blue check. Yeah, that's crazy. It looked kind of crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, I guess, because, you know, the, the check is kind of what we make it. Honestly, you know, you know, you know, stars that are already stars, cool. Mm-hmm. But and it got to a point where you see somebody with like thirty thousand followers, you like, oh, they got a check, or they, or they somebody. You, you paying? I think, I think what Facebook did, or Meta, should I say, you paying for vain? Really? Think about it, right? Social media has become a instant gratification, but then also look at me, self love constantly. Like people, I personally think social media is just a bunch of people. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's had, it had its wave. I, I believe it started off. Instagram started off as um, just something pr- promote, promoting your business. Yeah, and then people started putting pictures up. So it had its wave. Like in, you know, in my twenties, you know, I got some age on me now. So in my tw- <laughs> in my twenties, you know, you had that phase of let me go buy something, go on Instagram, put it on, uh-huh. right? let me get banging. So you know, mm-hmm. that's the anybody that's been on Instagram for a minute, they know getting a hundred likes on Instagram, you was somebody because yeah. you know. You know, it wasn't easy to get 100 likes back then. The algorithm, algorithm has changed now, but, you know, you got 100 likes back in the day. You was you was somebody. Because I got 1,600 followers, and I'm consistent with about 30 likes, and that makes no sense. You know, man. I had, at one time, at one point in time, I had it down to a science, man. Damn, for real? I had it down to a science. So, you without, you know, you put a pick up about 12 p.m., mm-hmm. you know, on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> 12 p.m., everybody's sleeping late. Yep, uh, yep. If you work Friday... You get up, you dragging, and then you look. That's the first thing they 12, say. 12 p.m. on a Saturday. But then on a Sunday, was even is a cap on a Sunday because people get ready for work. Right. So, you know, um, a Sunday, on like a Sunday between 12 and maybe like 4, 
People on their phone, man. People on their phone. So I had down to a science. So it was all. It's funny because you know you laugh about it now, but you know you that invested. You just think about, damn, I invested my time in something else. If but I just think, me, think about what you said. You just yeah. proved the point, though. You did all that as far as the timing of it yeah. to get instant gratification. Because at the end of the day, them damn likes they ain't contributing no dollars. It ain't though, right? It think about done. it. We all, all been sucked all into doing. that. Yeah, you always doing you that. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. And you see likes. Oh, I'm a boy. I got hundred likes. Oh, I got hundred something. Now you feeling? Yeah. Now we all feeling ourselves, and that's the reason why. Yeah. You know, we could talk about this forever, but that's the reason why you got so many females that, you know, especially in the very beginning. You know, they taking pictures. Now you got the filter, so now you can yeah. hide behind the filter. And then on top of hiding behind the filter, now you got your whole body done, yeah. right? So now you got all these things. We live in a fake society now, man. Like yeah. I was watching, um, I was watching the Twilight Zone not too long ago, and there's an episode about uh, the normal people, mm-hmm. like normal females. Now they got two looks. They can either be this look or that look, mm-hmm. and by a certain age, they change their entire identity into this type, right, this look. Right, right. So now everybody look the same, bro. Fast forward sixty years later, that's us. Everybody trying to look like Kim Kardashian and things right. of that sort. But now you even see Kim Kardashian is taking out all the implants and all that stuff. I think Black China also right. did the same thing. Right. So now she changed her whole image to Angela White. Like I love that for her, right? Because she bringing natural back in style. Well, we haven't she, seen natural well, since the well, '90s and the early 2000s. Natural, she looks human now, man. She looks, she looks human. human. Like, you know, you you know, you grow up and then you do also, You don't look like anybody in your family. I don't know why people think that's you know, take a family picture and she's standing out because she looks like a, a wax figure. You know, I just think she look human now, man. So you know, finally, that's good. You know, something finally clicked, and she you know she just look human, man. So you know, I think it's good for. I hope it's a trend, media. man. I hope yeah, it's man, a trend yeah. to get back to uh to get back to natural. Cause think about it, man. We used to look down upon Michael Jackson and all these people that did heavy uh, plastic surgery back in the day, and now it's like that's the norm. Now yeah, you got man. people just going out to anywhere. That's part of the cosmetic package now. Yeah, man. It's, you know, it's crazy stuff that. That uh, is allowed nowadays. Yeah, but, it's um, ridiculous, man. I know you. But listen, man, yeah. we gotta uh, we gotta pay some bills. Right, right. You know, we gotta uh, you gotta do this again, man. We gotta do this again, man. We're gonna do a uh, definitely gonna do a part two. Okay. I'm gonna uh, bring Maddie Ice on as one of the guest hosts, maybe like once a month. We're gonna see, yeah, man. We're we, gonna know, see the way see these. The... We gotta draw these views up, man. Yeah, man. You know, give me some views, man. I come back, man. You know, um, you know, we do this, uh, maybe we could do a little branch off, you know, brothers from another podcast, something hey, like man, that. Hey, man, let's do it, you man. You know, man. But, uh, gonna make it happen. yeah, thanks for having, having me on here, man. Nah, you I know? appreciate you, bro. This is my man. first podcast ever. So, first you know, pod, it's probably going to be more, more to come. Well, hopefully, man. you know, hopefully. Uh, in typical fashion, we got planes to catch y'all. We ain't got time for the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs>